Welcome to the Hooniverse Podcast. Today we're celebrating our quinceañera. I don't think I said that right, but that's like a 15th birthday for it's young racist, Mexican Jeff. children. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 15, and I'm your host, Jeff Glucker. Joining me on the podcast is Blake Zubaz Rong. Blake, how's your head wound feeling? Uh, pretty good. You know, it, it, it um, kind of swells up and hurts every time Voldemort's near. Nice. You shouldn't shoot a gun with your face. Uh, <laughs> joining us this evening is special guest Jeff Jablanski. He joined us earlier in the year, but he wanted a do-over because he felt like he was too <laughs> quiet. I'm obliged to let this happen because he has a truly breathtaking first name. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. Thank you for having me again. Well, we got a few topics at hand, and normally we dive right into new cars, but I have a different topic that I want to start off with because Mr. Blake Zerong was late this evening. Blake, why were you late? I was driving a new car, Jeff. Which car was it? It's a Honda Fit. What's it powered by? EV, electricity. What did you run out of? Uh, mocha frappuccinos and electricity. You ran out of electricity, <laughs> yes. and you were late, and Jeff had to go pick you up. It was it was wonderful, honestly. Not any of the CTSV racing school experience I had could get me out of this jam. And um, honestly, how did you run out of juice? (laughs) How do you think I did? I thought I had more range, and then it all got ate up when I was visiting a friend down on the one ten. And then by the time I came up there, literally on the one ten, no, 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 side of she's he or she's homeless. Yes, actually, he's he's actually at the the end of the one ten in San. Even homeless people on the one ten have charging stations. (laughs) Well, that explains why no one goes to them because they're all filled (laughs) with homeless people. And um, and then actually, it is no 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 fault of the car on its own. I actually really like the Fit EV. It's one of my favorite EVs I've ever driven, and I don't think I'll drive many more after this. I don't think so either. Uh (laughs) But um, on the way back, I thought I had enough range to get to Chris's house, and I think the. The map said like 11, 12 miles, and I was down to 9 miles. You still should have pushed it. I tried to push it. I ended up at the Del Amo Mall about 2 miles away. Oh. Oh, and you were like out, out. Oh, it said range 0 miles. Awesome. Yeah, which is pretty bitchin'. Thankfully, Jeff Jablanski was here because I probably wouldn't have gone to pick you up. No, because you're an asshole. We would have just podcast. I would have podcasted Actually, by myself and made fun of you for one full hour. Yeah, yeah, which is mostly what we do anyway. <laughs> kind so. of, well, you would have picked me up in – what are you driving, Jeff? I'm driving – well, I'm going to get to that. Well, we already talked well, about it. We want to talk about it. You're we driving the exact the same polar car opposite. Because of- we've, this is two podcasts in a week, so I haven't changed cars yet. I'm driving the exact opposite. I'm still in the 2013 Dodge Challenger. And after this, we're going to go find that – you and I are going to – and Jeff are going to go in that Challenger, go to the parking lot and do donuts around the EV in your Challenger. Yes, we're going to make that happen. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, if we don't, I'll feel very upset with myself. Um, Just don't hit thank the you for going to get Blake, by the way, Jeff. Oh, it was an excuse to show off the, uh, the Hyundai Santa Fe. Oh, yes. Lovely. Sport. Sport. Uh, no, no. Full, full size. Oh, Three rows. Right. 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 The big dog. Right. Yeah. The big dog. That's Largest actually a, dog. a nice yeah. car. Yeah. It's fantastic. I, I think it's pretty good. That, that's that's the, uh, the first thing I thought about it. Yeah. How much is that one? 38. The one I'm driving is 38,000. For a three-row with all the amenities it has, I mean, I'm sure it's definitely worth it. You can actually fit the EV inside the uh, Santa Fe. (laughs) We we might have to. Yes. (laughs) I think we're going to have to, yeah. (laughs) Um, So let's get back on topic here, uh, besides the fact that Blake ran out of energy, uh, which could be a new recurring theme. Uh, We'll see how that goes. Um, we got a few topics. We always kick things off by talking about new cars, new cars that run. These ones are all (laughs) gas-powered. The first one is that... We're about to witness the birth of a new Toyota Corolla. It's amazing. It only comes guys... once every six years, like Jesus. <laughs> Are you guys so excited for this or what? I'm very it's excited. It's going to be breathtaking. Now, it's easy to make fun of this car, but it's a car that matters all around the planet. Millions upon billions of people buy Toyota Corollas. Here's some perspective. I was looking at this up today. Um, 
245,000 people bought a Toyota Corolla last year, and this is a six-year-old design. And that's more than the Ford Focus, the Hyundai Elantra, the Volkswagen Jetta, and the... Um, Mazda 3. Mazda 3, yeah. And the Fit EV. And the Fit EV. <laughs> which they only made 1,500 of those, Jeff. Right. But all those cars were like, you know, th- two to three years One of them is going to be up on cinder blocks later right. on this evening. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. Luckily, I have another press car at home. So. Oh, good. Uh, uh, life of an auto that is, that is amazing number. Right. 245,000 people. And that's um, obviously just U.S., right? Just, that's just U.S. Global. That's just U.S. I mean, that number is probably closer to, what, five to seven around the globe? Yeah, seriously. They might sell a million of those a year. Who knows? Probably. Um, so it's, it is actually, despite the fact that none of us will ever own a Corolla unless it's like an AE86, uh, <laughs> which or would actually a, be awesome. Or a Lemons car. Yeah. Yeah. I could do a Lemons car with that. Stuff some stupid like 2JZ in it or something like Just that. do a shitty theme. Yeah. The electric cars that always run out of juice theme. Uh, <laughs> so I, I haven't really paid attention to the teaser images because I hate teaser images. I, I don't know if either of you have actually even seen it yet. We declared war on teasers. Remember oh, you that? did? Yeah, you yes. declared. Yeah, Autumn right. declared yeah. war on teasers. Good. Exactly. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Fight the good fight, ladies and gentlemen. So has anybody even have seen have any idea what it looks like? Mm. I mean, by the time this yeah, airs, embargoes are going on, actually. Yeah, no, it's, um, isn't it supposed to – it's going to look like the Furia concept, right? <laughs> that, if, that, you know, best case scenario. Right. Best case scenario. I saw when I signed up for the uh, registration, I, there was a teaser image of the car in blue, and you could see kind of a corner of a taillight and a chrome strip under there. Someone told me that it will come, it will be available. I heard a rumor that it will be available with LED daytime running lights. I saw that this morning. On Which is actually yeah. big for the class, I guess. How about a diesel? Actually, that's not going to happen, is <laughs> How about a brown wagon? Uh, all-wheel drive. Where's the rear-wheel drive sport version? Uh, someone will ask that tomorrow. Um... Okay, so Corolla, <laughs> interesting. We'll see it. Didn't Corolla? Wait, I, can I can I stop you for absolutely? A second? Didn't Corolla Toyota sell a Corolla all track wagon years back? Brown four wheel drive manual transmission wagon. If they did, I should know about it, and I'm ashamed. You mean kind of like a Nissan Stagio, or whatever? Kind of, yeah. Oh I yeah, yeah. Like, they like that, in they the probably, states, yeah. in the states, yeah. Oh, I feel like no, my neighbor had one. No. Producer like Chris, can you look that or something? Up? Wait, I'm, I'll pull it up. I, I, oh, they so might have, have like a, an image. Oh, well, I mean, they oh, have no. like producer the Chris is looking it up. Oh, for right, they have well. the Toyota Tercel four-wheel drive all-track wagons Tercel. that are super uh, tall. Remember those Tercels? Uh, Tercel four-wheel drive wagons. Because when the you manage. said all-track, I started thinking Celica, but right. then you said brown wagon and. Well, the Tercel brown wagon came in. Yeah, this is weak in the knees when you talk about brown wagons. Yeah, so who knows? Maybe that there's weird. still hope. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, that would be very interesting. Far less we will circle back to that if Chris can find one. But for now, I'm moving on to the next new car topic, which I find hilarious. The Jeep recall. Oh, <laughs> Basically, Jeep goes, eh, fuck it. <laughs> Has that, uh, can you think of a time in our lives when that's happened? Yeah, Toyota. When did they do? But seriously, Nitsa's like, you need to recall these Jeeps because of fire risk. And Chrysler's saying, no, it's not that bad. <laughs> I have confirmation. Oh, we got confirmation on the Uh-oh. Corolla. Corolla E90. Corolla E90. From 1988 to 1994. 88 to 94. Yeah, Tercel. Four-wheel drive wa- wagon. Four-wheel drive wagon. Was it known as the Tercel? What engine did it have? Uh, let's see. 4AGE. 4AGE. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know engine codes. Someone's screaming out super excited, like, oh, 4AGE gets a respect finally. Somebody's in their Tercel going, God damn it, listening to our podcast on some It's a 4AGE. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Click, side, side two. Uh, so, but 
is this nuts that Jeep's just like, nah, they're fine. Not that many of them are going to go on. Killed a few people, too. No, it has it? Yeah, yeah wasn't there someone who made up a website with a petition for it? Yeah, a couple of people got killed. I think wow. like 11 So, the, I mean, are we on the verge of like the next Pinto? No, no, no. Because, you know, I read that New York, uh, U, uh, sorry, USA Today story and they were like, oh, yeah, you know, some fires. And anytime anyone in the mainstream news media associates fire and car, they always go, well, you know, back in the 70s, the Pinto. I actually always associate it with Ferraris. Yeah. Which actually is a brilliant segue to my next topic. Um, Ferrari just won for the third year in a row uh, awards at the International Engine of the Year Awards. Oh, Award. really? Ferrari? They can build a good engine? Yes. Huh. So I didn't think that. They win two, they, they've won the same two categories three years in a row. So that's six wins in three years. And bef- the last two years were with the 4.5 liter V8. Okay. So they win above four, above four cylinder category and then the performance engine category but the new uh this year they've won for their that it's like what is it 760 near 800 horse v12 in the no no in the f12 berlinetta oh right okay kudos Uh, yeah seriously right i mean yes they can build a a good looking cars and fun engines but the international community recognizes it so that's kind of a cool thing oh but one of the reasons they did recognize this one is because it has I forget the number. It's like over a hundred more horsepower than the five nine nine V twelve, which it replaces. Right, but it has thirty percent fewer emissions. I mean, golf clap for Ferrari, right? <laughs> nice, nicely done. Um, there's another I E O T Y International Engine of the Year winner, though, that I think is IOT more interesting. Uh, Ford, second nice. year in a row, one liter EcoBoost, booyah, mm. highest award. Highest number of points ever. Like 97 out of 100 points or something like that. So it beat a Ferrari. Yeah, overall, so yeah. So it's Carroll Shelby all over again. Ah, beat a Ferrari, ah, hey. Ah. It's, have you guys had any experience with this engine yet? No, no. it's three-cylinder, right? Yes. You drove it. I, I think I've spoken about it multiple times that I want to marry it. I love this engine so much. Where did you drive it? Uh, they had an event at, right after the LA Auto Show. I drove it from... Like Santa Monica up to the Camarillo Airport, did an autocross, and then drove back. It was the weirdest press drive ever. It was the one where it was ju- basically just Jacob Brown and I all by ourselves. That We were the entire wave, which was strange, but fun. Because we get to the airport, they're like, hey, you guys are it. And we had an autocross course to ourselves on an active runway. In a car that I just love. But the thing about the three-cylinder... And all the crab cake hors d'oeuvres you could eat. No, it was it was much more basic. It was like mostly just cookies and, and fancy juices. No crab cake. <laughs> uh, but the engine's amazing because, one, the noise it makes is just fun. It has, it has an EcoBoost torque curve, which is fantastic. Flat, power everywhere. And it's just... It pulls, and that's a great little chassis for that car. It's the only uh, Fiesta I've driven, actually. Oh, well, then that's, you're doing yourself a favor. The ST should be good. I, everything I've heard about the ST is that it's even better than the Focus ST. Yeah. Which I, is... Yeah. Focus uh, ST was pretty good. Focus ST is awesome. Yeah, I did. I ran that in autocross uh, over the summer. Yeah. We were from there it rotates. The damn thing... Yeah. The rear great. end steps out. It's, yeah. it's awesome. It's really great. I just had to pause for a minute to take a sip of the beer we're drinking tonight. Jeff, tell me what it is. Uh, this one's different. It's special. Um, I made it myself. And it's a pale ale that I made up, might have went just a hair overboard with the hops, but it's uh, it's tasty enough, right, Blake? You know, Jeff, you and I give each other a lot of shit, <laughs> a lot. 
But right. I gotta say, this is pretty good. This is really enjoyable. We, we could gotta... name every single episode. Jeff gives Blake a lot of shit this one. The next one, Blake gives Jeff a lot of shit this one. Yes. I think but, we should uh, start doing that. But actually, this is very good. You know, kind of chocolatey a little bit. And not that hoppy. And it's smooth. Although, we'll I don't call, know. You know what? Maybe we should call it sexual chocolate. I think we should call it sexual chocolate. Although, I don't know why there's a dog turd at the bottom of my glass right here. Jeff, you should uh, probably look into that. Sorry about that. I have two yeah. dogs. And they get into my beer sometimes. That's true. They're more like pellets, actually. So, moving away from, well, potentially moving away from new cars, we want to know what's going on in your world right now, Mr. Jablanski. What's going on in my world? Anything right exciting now? you've driven? Anything exciting you've got coming up? Anything that sticks out in your head that you've driven? Ooh. Yeah. Well, aside from the, the impending uh, release of a picture of the Corolla, uh, <laughs> uh, you and I actually both just drove, uh, I, I don't know if we're talking about it yet, the a replica. I think the, we're, te- wait, when's the. My what? story's already out, so I. It is? Yeah. Oh, it went out the next day. Did he say, like, oh. They were okay with it. They've been telling me there's an embargo for like two weeks. <laughs> Jeff, I'm, I'm it's because they don't like the story. You. I'm, that, that's it. I, so, so the car I'm not going to be censored. No, 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 no. <laughs> fuck that. We're talking about this car right now. Then. So if uh, if you if you go onto foxnews.com, you can see uh, a review of a replica of the president's limousine, the Beast, which uh, recently drove out on Sony Picture Studios, and it was the closest I'll ever come to driving a school bus. Yes, uh, because uh, probably yeah. not as not as exciting because we didn't get to go anywhere. Right. So. I technically am not supposed to talk about this, but since it's already out there, <laughs> fuck it. I'm talking about it. The, uh, we were, it to the I, Jeff. I was invited to Sony Pictures lot, saw Jeff there. We were the first two journalists to arrive, and there was the Beast waiting for us, which is a replica of Obama's limo, or the presidential limo, but it's based off Obama's limo, from White House down, with Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx, I believe. Right, yeah. Does Jamie Foxx play Obama? He plays a president. <laughs> I don't think he plays Obama. Um, but... Uh, it was cool at first talking to them about the car because of how they had to build it. The interesting story was the, the builder has a friend who's in the CIA who has, a, who has a friend in the Secret Service. There's like a trail. And he said, hey, can we give these guys some details? The guy goes, no fucking way. Like yeah. one of his like friends' friends, the guy's like, oh, yeah, you want info? Go fuck yourself. Like we're not giving you info on Obama's limo. And they got a picture of the car. Uh, they, they saw a picture of the president leaving the car, picture of the president entering the car, and they knew generally what it looked like on the outside. And they based the entire model, so they say, to scale based on a headlight, which they thought was from an 07 Escalade. Escalade, right. And then they, they built the rest of it around it. So, so, they, so yeah. in the picture, they said, yes, that's an Escalade headlight. They applied dimensions to it, and then, then from there, scaled the car, which is actually pretty smart. Because they remember when they first saw pictures of the car, they're like, oh, wow, that looks like a really big security guy. They're like, oh, no, it's that car is just that tall next to the, like that. No, I'm sorry. They thought it was a really small security guy. Right. Uh, but they're like, no, the car is just massive. Uh, so it was, it was neat to drive it. Um, the course it was hot was as shit. shit inside the well, car. Well, there was no air conditioning. The windows didn't work. And it was like 90 degrees outside. So it was yeah. really hot that yeah. day. Um, and yeah, like you said, so I drove it first. I get into it. I'm excited. I'm thinking like, oh, am I going to get to go out on city streets? And I mean, it has presidential seals on the side. It has uh, the the DC plates. It has the little I flags. Pull the forward. No flags. No flags. Uh, I, pull, I know. I wanted the flags. I pull four. I want to get flags for the wagon, by the way. I pull forward 10 feet. I take a left. I back up. I do a, like a six point turn. And then I go straight. And then for maybe 30 yards, I take a left. I go straight for 10 yards. 
I back up for 30 yards, and then I take a left and pull back into where I was. So basically, you had to park it for them. I took like it was basically a giant series of three point turns. I think you actually just passed a Secret Service Presidential Limo Driving School. <laughs> no, so you're not. That's what I should have done. I should have said, "Can I just go back and do a J turn <laughs> on the Sony lot where there's no room, and I could hopefully like just just pretend Carlos the Jackal is after the president." Right. But it was neat because uh, they popped the hood, and it has airbag suspension, and right. it's like a. It's a it's a very heavily modified suburban uh, chassis frame deal going on, but it has it's powered by an LS3. I thought you cool. said you were going to pop the hood and realize that it's actually powered by a Fiero chassis. No, it's actually, it was actually chassis. powered by a Fit EV, which is why we could only drive it so far. <laughs> oh, that's uh, no, uh, but it was it was neat. What you I mean? What you think? It was it was it was. I thought it was interesting in the short amount of time and course we got to drive. There, there are two and a half minutes of GoPro video of me sweating and swearing, <laughs> yeah. uh, which which never got re- released to the public. But uh, you, it, it has to be what, like thirty five, forty feet long. It was. It's long. It was really long, really big, and there was there was a gentleman who was kind of like a flagman, kind of waving you back. Yeah. And it's the only rear visibility. And he was happen. so hard to see. Right. And then he ran away. But uh, other than that, it's you know. It was pretty good. I should have. I should have said, you know what? Fuck it. If they kick me out, they kick me out, and did a break stand. Yeah. <laughs> In hindsight, is twenty twenty burnout. Um, that sucks. Um, anything else recently that you've driven that sticks out in your head besides the beast? Uh, I attended the uh, International Motor Press Association. Uh, Impa Spring Break event way out in New York. Oh, nice. uh, A few weeks ago, and got to drive some interesting cars there. Is that just like a um, like a point to point road day? It's not a track, right? No, it's not a track day, which explains my my moving violation. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's it's on public roads up at Bear Mountain. Really fun event. They bring about a hundred cars there. Uh, everything from uh, Fit EV uh, oh, nice. to uh, <laughs> the Rolls-Royce uh, Phantom Drophead Coupe. Wow. Which I was really glad I didn't ask how much it cost until I brought it back. For something? 506 Oh, most expensive car you've ever driven? How many Fit e- <laughs> EVs can you buy with that? Uh, you actually buy every single one five, of the Every single made. one, yeah. You don't get yeah. a tax break. 506 that breaks my record. Yeah. yeah. Felt nice. like a big 7 Series. Well, was, yeah. I remember at the LA Auto Show a few years ago, there was a Phantom Drophead Coupe Centennial Edition in the basement, and it's $517,000, and I sit in it, all white everything. I sit in the car, I turn around, there's a guy in the back picking his nose. Oh, God, that's gross. <laughs> you can't make, auto shows. You yeah. can't make that up. I just wanted to wipe my nose on something beautiful. Um, that's that's great. How did it drive? Did you just like you were driving a cloud? The first thing you do when you get into a Rolls Royce drophead is you put on uh, whatever local uh, hip hop station you have. So I yeah. have that. Um, I have the local police behind me. Not the car. I got to take it in, but uh, it, it floats. The accelerator. You you never have a jerky start, uh, and it just it, it flies. I drove an '83 Rolls Cornish across the middle of Florida. With uh, a friend who I help buy a lot of cars. That seems very appropriate. By the well, way. it's his like Florida car, and right, he course. just bought. He bought a couple cars, but one he was keeping in Florida was a uh, I forget what year it was, but it was an old vet. And so I followed him back to his house. Also he was in the vet. I was in the rolls, and we stopped for gas halfway across. And I'm like, "Is this the only time this car's ever played hip hop?" And he just like quietly, sternly looks at me, and goes, "Yes." And I was like, okay, well, I'm keeping it that way. Like, alrighty. Uh, but even then, that car was fun. But the 83 is probably not as nice as the 506,000 drophead coupe. You can get it in an 83 now for like, what, $15,000? Oh, easily. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, easily. Less. Yeah. Eight. Um, what'd you get a ticket in? 
Uh, I got a ticket for going uh, a little over the limit. Uh, in, uh, the... Don't be shy. I've written about my $861 ticket for Hooniverse. So. <laughs> I think I've seen that. I was, I was going about 10 over in uh, the Chevy Camaro Hot Wheels edition, oh, which God. is bright blue. And, but I wasn't the first person to get a ticket that day. The first person to get a ticket, um, the myth says it was a Nissan Leaf. Uh, Come which, on. Which was running on its own power. That's actually pretty <laughs> awesome, I gotta say. And the second guy got a ticket driving a Volkswagen Beetle convertible TDI. Well, at least you did it in something sporty. Correct, yeah. It's actually really funny that they got it in a Leaf. I got pulled yeah. over once in a Scion IQ. <laughs> That's the guy. The guy let me go. It was early Saturday morning in Newport Beach on PCH. And uh, the guy pulled me over, and he turned out to be a massive Scion fan. <laughs> there are massive Scion fans. Yes. When you and so I got out. I got out. I showed him the car. Um, we, then we started talking about his bike, and he told me about because it was a bike cop, and we, he's talking about bikes that he's testing that are coming out. And uh, he wrote me a ticket because I couldn't. He's like, I got to give you something. He's like, but I won't give you speeding. I, c- I had no idea where they kept the insurance card in the IQ because it doesn't have like a glove box. I found it later. It's under the seat. So he gave me a fix it for no insurance. Or no registration or something mm. like that. He was a really nice guy. Because uh, I was going like 20 over down PCH, which is the norm for California, but it was in a friggin' Scion IQ. And it's hilarious in a Scion IQ. <laughs> it would have sucked to get a ticket in that thing. Um, frame it. <laughs> anything, anything exciting coming up car-wise? Uh, besides the Corolla, which will all be there. We'll, we'll be there, but we won't get to drive it. So aside from that, uh, there is not, not much excitement going we'll, on. We'll get some food, according to the invite, from a guy that's on a cooking show. Was oh no it was, oh, uh, was oh yeah I saw that um, it was Richard Blaze yes uh, it's actually that's actually really interesting he's got the hair he's a good yeah. th- that'd be a chef I don't I'd know like my try. celebrity chefs so I I'm do. just like uh, okay yeah. hopefully just, hopefully Officer Foie Gras we play reality TV in my home so I know them all um, I just had something else I was gonna say oh how's the GTI oh GTI is good I think since the last time I was here I I brought my GTI over from uh, New York. Uh, and uh, it is—it's fantastic. It now has eight thousand miles on it. Jeez! So it's—it's uh, it's brand. It's a Mark Six. Mark Six DSG. Uh, still keeping the New York plates. Have uh, you done your first oil change yet? I have. Uh, I'm waiting on that, but soon. Okay. Good and talk. then is the M3 still here? The M3 is parked right now. It's still here. Nice. Nice. Um, now, Blake, I'm going to move on to what's in our garage. Okay, I think we've already, we, already exhausted that. The topic. mall. That's just why I'm trying to not milk it for everything it's worth. But one of your cars is parked at a mall out of juice. What else right. is in the garage right now? Is it still the mini? Mini Cooper JCW. So we're overlapping Roadster. cars here because we're recording too many podcasts. Oh God! Because I saw so many the cars. What do you get after the mini? Um, I get a Chrysler Town and Country minivan. Ooh, ladies. What? <laughs> what? Honestly, I got an email from our. Um, editors in Detroit, and they're like, you know what's a car we haven't tested lately? Stop playing with the mic. There's me. That's you, Jeff, <laughs> for once. Um, they were like, yeah, uh, we haven't tested a Dodge Grand Caravan in a while. Okay, I'll send the email out. Um, we don't have any Dodge Grand Caravans. How about a Chrysler Town & Country? Ugh. Hey, listen, I gotta move some furniture. Isn't that thing that gonna weekend. be like, it's probably gonna be like $48,000 too, isn't it? I don't, I haven't priced out a Chrysler Town & Country minivan lately. You know what else is $48,000 from Chrysler? That Challenger outside. That's Which would you rather? It's forty-eight. That's okay. Okay. What, what does the SRT start at? Forty-three. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, for four hundred seventy horse, which is pretty damn sweet. Um, pretty tomorrow, cool. I'm giving it back though, and I'm picking up um, the. Uh, I'm going to be prom queen because I'm picking up a Mercedes C two fifty coupe. 
Oh, I thought you were going to be prom queen and pick up a Chrysler Town and Country because that would be no, no. You know, I would never ever schedule that. Pop unless... out a couple more prom. Queens. Actually, you know what? I, I make fun of minivans. It's very easy to make fun of minivans, but for road trips, they're kind of hard to beat. I might go on a road trip in this one. I don't if know you I'm... had four dudes and you wanted to go to Vegas, are we are, are like, you picking up chicks, bro? Besides, bro. A, besides a, maybe a Ford Flex. Almost every minivan is a great choice. Everyone's bro, be bro, are we gonna go? Are we going to Mystique and crushing it? Mystique, I've never used the word "crushing it" <laughs> to apply to any event, <laughs> unless gonna, I was like literally going to like some kind of like rock crushing contest or wine grape crushing. Yes, there yes. you go. Or I'm going to crush it at the Corolla thing tomorrow. <laughs> It'll be wonderful. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> my brain is a flutter right now. The thought of you crushing it. I think that's too event. much of your sexual chocolate beer. <laughs> um, so let's forget about new cars for a while. Let's move on to old cars. Uh, I want to talk about a, a post that runs because we're out of t- we're out of order here. It technically runs tomorrow, which is Thursday. What's the date tomorrow? Uh, sixth. Thir- thir- the sixth. Thursday the sixth. Uh, there's a post running on Hooniverse tomorrow about uh, an amazing dyno video. Okay. And I want to know if dyno videos are good, bad, boring, terrible, or they kind of run the gamut. The video. Oh, hey. Let me give you background on the video running tomorrow right. first. So, Deenan, the company that tunes BMW, Dynan. got in an. Is it Dynan or Deenan? Dynan. It's Dynan. Oh, sorry, Dynan. I thought it was Deenan. I thought it was like Dinan. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's just. That's we should different. change it to Dinan. Dinan. So, the Dinan yeah. company <laughs> got. It's, do you know the BMW M49 engine? Yes. Uh, so they got an M49 II, which was the engine they stuck in the 3.5 liter CSL IMSA cars. This engine won the 24 hours of Daytona. It's twice as better. Yes. Yes. So they're rejuvenating it. I just use air quotes. They're rejuvenating this engine. They just had the engine on a stand. It was really simply shot. They had one angle, and then they casually switched to another angle no camera movements just really simple but the first angle was you could see right into the individual throttle bodies um and then it's them doing an end like a dyno pull of the engine and it's i got tingly shivery things got excited it was just an amazingly simple but amazing video to watch i think jeff really wants us to imagine him with a direction and (laughs) that's depressing i didn't come away i didn't tell you what got Whatever. So you were. This is just from watching video. You weren't. You weren't present. I wasn't even there. Wow. It was. It's an amazing, amazing clip. It runs. I'm saying tomorrow, but it runs Thursday, June six. So it runs a week ago or six days ago. By the time this podcast it ran three is. years ago, right? Um, <laughs> I'll be honest. Are there Jeff, any other dino vi- besides? So there can be <clears throat> dino videos that get exciting, like this one, right? And then there's also the fun ones where, like, tires rip apart. Yeah, I only like dyno videos when something catches on fire. Right. I'll be honest. I'm a simpleton, okay? I'm a simpleton. I'm a, I, I am a Dirt Hurts wheel broke. <laughs> Whoa, place! Well, because there was a good one recently, or fairly recently, uh, where so, it's a Camaro. It was an F-body Camaro. Oh, of course. the Texas Mile. Speaking of simpletons. And it, oh, <laughs> and it, make, it runs, it makes, like, 1,200 horse. And they were doing a dyno pull. And the wheel, like one of the tires, just said "nope" and ripped apart when they were doing like 200 on the dyno. Wow! Well, that's fun. So then they went to the Texas Mile and they ran the Texas Mile, and the same thing happened on the Texas Mile. Well, <laughs> they should probably do they, something about the tires. They should probably change the tires on yeah, that one. Um, so there we go. Dyno videos. Thumbs up for Blake on the 
on the ones where things go wrong. Thumbs up for Jeff G on the things when things go right. Jablanski, what's your thoughts? Thumbs up all around. <laughs> right. I, I, I like... <laughs> he is the peacemaker. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so another topic I want to talk about. We, we're running a contest right now, again, a week ago, on Hooniverse uh, for Father's Day. Did you get a chance to see that, Blake? Yes. So a lot, a lot of kit you got there, too. It's nice. We did. Thank yeah. you to McGuire's. For hooking us up with some great swag. I call it swag, but it's it's like product. It's actual swag YOLO. It's their dual action power system waxing thing that hooks into your cordless drill and can wax your car in like 30 minutes. It looks pretty cool. Right. And we're giving away – the grand prize is that with all the waxing compounds and then some microfiber towels. Second place gets that with like the regular waxing towels. And then third place is – we actually have enough for third. Three, third prize is your fire. Yeah. We actually <laughs> have enough for three prizes, which is cool. Nice. But it's – I mean, Meguiar's and I think it's like car care month anyway, which is kind of – Third prize is you get to be on a podcast. But So congratulations, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. You won. I, I think I've, I'm already a winner. Have your microfiber towel at the door. Uh, <laughs> well, by the time this runs, will the, the prizes be distributed already? Yes. Okay, so because the contest yeah, yeah. it ends <laughs> technically I think I said Monday which is the 11th or 10th. So wait, 6 7 8 9. Yeah, it's the it's the 10th. 10th. Okay, I either said Monday or Tuesday. So 10th or 11th contest ends. It's all voted. You have to have left a story relating that you relate to what turned you you into an enthusiast based on your father or a father figure. Okay, nice. Do you guys have any thoughts on stuff? Like, what did your dad, did either of your fathers put you down that road? Actually, my mother did. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. No, 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 explain. Okay, okay. Well, um, yeah, my my mother, um, when I was like two, she would take me down to the apartment parking lot and just point out the badges of every single car around us. Except to her, because we drove an 88 Ford Taurus at the time, every car was a Ford. <laughs> so she just point and be like, that's a Ford. Look, honey, there's a Ford. There's another Ford. There's a Ford. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Ellen Malayla would have really liked us. But it just got you like talking and thinking about And cars. looking at cars and find out that my mom was completely wrong the entire time. Nice. Yes. How about literally. you, Jeff? Literally. No. My, my dad, yeah. Uh, it's, um, he, he got me way into it. He, the first car uh, my parents had was an 83 Chevy Cavalier. Uh, which apparently that that's what I, I said. They on the crushed side. it on the streets. They, 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 my, they were crushing it when it wasn't overheating. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then he got, I think he got one of the first Rav Fours turquoise two door, four door, uh, way way back. And then remember, and then, every car in the nineties was turquoise, right? Yeah, it and was. it had those great seats, the really really hard tough seats. Nice. And then um, but, we teamed up with Body Glove to give you the coolest <laughs> seats around. Body Glove <laughs> and Stuzzy. Yeah. Uh, traded it in for a Defender. Uh, oh, nice! Right, right after you, hell of an upgrade. Couldn't couldn't uh, bring that anywhere that was, there were other men around. So he finally got a good <laughs> job. Is that what happened? Uh, I don't, a lot of good things <laughs> yes. happened. Uh, drove a Defender. The Jablanski luck changed. The Jablanski yeah. <laughs> car luck changed. So, so yeah. you you go like b- before Defender and after Defender. That's how your your time right. family time. BD, BD, BD and eighty. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. My father. Was never really a car guy growing up. He, now he has some cool stories. Like his grandmother had, I think it was like an old wagon with a 455 or something like that, triple carbureted. Um, but growing up, we didn't have exciting cars. At one point, my parents had mat, um, similar Ford Escort wagons. One was blue, one was green. Um, that was, that wasn't, I actually <laughs> snuck out one night before I had my license in one of those cars, got caught. 
my parents thought I did it a bunch because they caught me and it was literally the first time I ever decided to do that. And they caught me and my friend was in the car and he looks at me and goes, can I run? I go, yeah, you can run. <laughs> my dad goes nice. home now. Okay. But and that I don't was, know. That's I actually think I inspired the character from super bad. I think, yeah, right. <laughs> I think my love of cars comes from like TV and movies. Is where I got it from. Mine came from autumn. Well, to be fair, I will always give my dad credit for one. He moved to America in '85 with my mom before I was born, and he bought a '76 Buick Skyhawk. Nice, yeah, the H bodies. <laughs> and um, he would drive that from. He was studying in Wisconsin at the time, University of Wisconsin Madison, and um, he'd drive it to like California for road trips really? and stuff. He 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 and my mom would drive it all across the country, and I remember we drove. He, they drove it to California with the air conditioning broken, and they drove through Impressive. a toll booth, the Easy Pass on a toll booth because they didn't know how it worked. <laughs> they had Easy Pass then? Yeah, apparently. Really? Yeah. Um, he bought it for four hundred bucks. It's baby blue and primer mostly. And um, one after owning it for a year, it got impounded once, so he just chucked the keys in a trash can. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I credit my love of cars to Ferris Bueller. Because nice. that's my favorite car of all time, and also one of the saddest scenes in the history of cinema. It's um, not a real car. Back to it's the Future. Um, uh, what's the other one there? Um, why can't I think of the movie? It, um, Tangle and Cash. No, with the Countach where it skips across the lake in the beginning. Uh, Cannibal Run. No, it's not Cannibal <laughs> Run. It's Gumball uh, Rally. Chris, help me out here. Sorry. The one, the movie where the Lamborghini Countach. I can't think. Believe it's like Speed. Uh, where can the Countach skips across the lake? That is Cannibal Run. No, no, no. It's it's not Cannibal Run, because it's like because Cannibal Run is the one that was, was with Dom DeLuise and and stuff like that. This one was like a more even comedy or remake of that. You sure it wasn't a Gumball Rally? I'll find it. We're Cannibal Run Two right now. No, <laughs> I think it's called like. Fuck, this is gonna piss me off. Um, I'd like to apologize to our listeners right now who are in their car stuck in traffic right now right. screaming, God damn it! I know the movie! Yeah, no, I know the movie too and I can't think of it right now and I love this movie and it's it's really, really pissing me off. Jeff, that was Days of Thunder, don't lie. That's another movie I could credit too. It absolutely was Cannonball. What? Yeah. Come Cannonball, on. Cannonball, not no, Cannonball No, there's a Countach in Cannonball but not the one where it skips across the lake. Jeff, you're going to have to watch the movie again because the I'm looking it up right now. I apologize to everyone listening to the Jeff podcast. Jeff doesn't trust Chris. There's some drama here. I know this. <laughs> Jeff, was it Cannibal Hold on, on? hold on. I, I, I don't know. Kuntash skipping across water. That's, I've heard that's about a, that like scene. a Jesus-like feat. That, uh, it, well, it's it's an amazing scene and it's – fuck, is it Cannibal Run? <laughs> I, have, I have two conditions. No, it's Speed Zone. That's the name of the movie. Speed Zone. Yeah, Seriously? That. Speed Zone. If you if you got you guys haven't seen Speed Zone? I don't no. think so. Come on, this is a fantastic movie. A scene like that. You have to watch Speed Zone. Then it's 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 just like Cannonball. Have you except seen? Except it's almost like a National Lampoony version of Cannonball. Have you seen the movie Rad, directed by Hal Needham in yes. 1983? Okay, good. You're talking about the BMX one? Yes. Yeah, of course I've okay, seen good. that. The, it, it, make, yes. it reminds me of Jack Baruth. It was he actually inspired by Jack Baruth. It was probably was. Um, so. Yes, we've had the contest. We just veered off. We were talking about Father's Day, and somehow just ran, wound up in Speed Zone. Jack so, is a father. That's <laughs> true too. Yes. Um, congratulations to Jack, by the way, for competing in uh, where was he? Malaysia. Yeah, Sepang. I, I think he was there for the twenty-four hours of Malaysia, and also how many Asian race girls you can plow in one night. It wasn't twenty. It wasn't a twenty-four hour race, was it? I am assuming. But he drove like a proton or something neat. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. I'm looking good, forward to a story. For Jack. It's going to be good. No, this, I'm sure it's road yeah. track and it's going to be epic. Um, yeah. But uh, cool. 
Another topic I have here is something I found fascinating, and this is very Hooniverse related. Um, one of our, or a couple of our readers in the forum went through one of our most popular post series, which is our Friday Mystery Car. And what they did was, and we've been doing this for probably two years now, I would guess. Um, They're every, all tagged, though, which is convenient. Every Yes. Every Friday, I think it runs at 9, we run a mystery car where we just do like a blurred out image. And our readers sometimes get it in 10 minutes. And it's really obscure stuff. It's very rare if it goes long. It's kind of amazing. And they all get upset. So one of our readers went through and found and po- did a, a spreadsheet of every mystery car post. Uh, he tried to figure out how long it took to guess it, who guessed it, what the correct model was, and he charted it all. And then he added a second page with like, who's got the most correct guesses? And this is why our readers are awesome. Because when he they emailed that chart, I was dumbfounded. And also humongous nerds, not just for guessing the car <laughs> right, but also going through that. And right. for that, I salute you. Absolutely. A big Hooniverse salute that yes. I just made up. Um, that was- that's a, that, I mean, that's pretty amazing that they went through and did that. So what did you find out? Uh, I think the the leader has guessed nine of them, which is pretty amazing. And then there's a there's a bunch who are around four and five, and then a few who have two. And then uh, there's I think there was like nine unsolved or something like that. Really? Yeah. There's a few that are that haven't been solved, which we should urge our readers to go back and solve, and then let us know they did because we probably won't check posts. Well, you know who's going to solve that? The ones that wrote the post. Well, it's all Rob. Rob wrote them all. Well, Rob knows the answers to right. life, the universe, and everything. <laughs> That's very, very true. Um, <laughs> Blake, so I want to go back to what is going on in the future car-wise. Uh, you said you have your lovely minivan coming up. Do you have anything else exciting on the horizon? Uh, Ford Focus ST in a few weeks. That's going to be Which fun. Which should be great because I've driven the Shelby Ford Focus ST. Which is a... Well, yeah. It's, it's a strange car because, one, they added 25 horsepower to it with a tune... And it's 280 horsepower, and they haven't done anything about it. What's the price? 38 Didn't we get like a we – get, we almost got an argument over this car, I think, on one of the podcasts. Did we? Yes. Oh, yes, we did. We did. We did. You hated it. I hated it. And I was looking forward to driving it. This is before I drove it. Because I, I love the Focus ST. Right. I hate, the, I hate that the Shelby Focus ST or whatever the hell you want to call it is just so – such a lame attempt for so much money. Right. Like if they if – they, Cut the weight and only added that much power, and then made it just like a monster track rat. Maybe we're talking. And but they had to put cat skin leather upholstery in it, of course. Yep, because that's what that. And means. it's number to five hundred because it's Shelby again. Um, I've got some cool shit on the horizon. I'm going to drive the new Rapide S. Yeah, I think it's the Rapide. So S. didn't you drive the regular Rapide? Uh, oh, like a, a year and a half or two years ago. So this new Rapide S is just more S-y than the it's regular. more s It's got okay. way more S. It's more power. Hey, going S-A. to Atlanta to drive that, but I'm very excited to announce that Hooniverse is going on its first European press trip. That's yes. exciting. Golf we are going to Germany to drive something near and dearish to your heart. New GTI? GTD. Oh, oh that's okay. It's your favorite, favorite car in the but world. But it's the Mark yeah. 7. It's, well, it's not my favorite car in the world, but it's way yeah, uh, it's a great car, and then they're also going to show us details on the XL1, which could be awesome. Oh, yeah. Isn't but I've never been to Europe at all, really? period. So I'm super pumped. What a dumb American! <laughs> <laughs> I've already got two fanny packs ready to go. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. Make sure you only put sunscreen on your nose. 
Remember, oh, here's a here's a tip because I am a very accomplished world traveler, and I am a jet setting jet setting playboy who's been all over the world. Now, here's one tip: wow, you should always keep this. this you, should, you should honestly, yeah, you should, you should always keep this one tip in mind. When foreigners don't understand you, you need to say the same thing you're saying, but louder and slower. They love louder that. Louder and slower. Should I use my hands? Bobbity boobity. Only in only Italy. Only in Italy. Oh, okay. okay, that's good. See, I don't need Fromers. I don't need. Guidebooks. You I just need you just Google need international Translate. man of mystery. I just Blake need an international data well, plan so I can call Blake. Yeah, Google yes. Translate. You can hold up now what you're trying oh, to I say. Know. It is amazing. Uh, which is I feel like somewhat like a wall. But uh, yeah, yeah it, it is. Fun. It is. Please and the oh, and please don't touch my phone. Like, right. <laughs> don't take my phone. No take a phono. <laughs> thank you. That's actually how you speak German. I believe. I think I'll get around though because my last name is kind of Germanish. Gluka? I think it's actually you need to put Austria U- or Poland. I you got to put umlauts yeah. over the U. Gluker. Gluker, yeah. Then uh, that gives me free admittance to the Nurburgring, I believe. Yes. Yeah, because, you know, oh man, another guy with if the umlauts. If there's a Nurburgring driving school, that's the only thing I could think that would top a CTSV driving school. What if you drove, what if you drove a CTSV at the Nurburgring? I think your I think head would your, literally no, no. explode. I think your head would explode. I think, yeah, we'd just be I would. I wouldn't be able to fit into the Podcast Palace door because my head would now be massive and I would just I think, stand over you the whole time we did the next podcast. I think our producer Chris's head would explode too just because of collateral damage. Yes. I think that's how it works, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. This is the place that anal retentiveness starts. Yes. 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 So we've all got some fun stuff up on the horizon. We've all driven some fun stuff recently and we all, but the big news, man, I'll see you guys at the Corolla reveal. And on that bombshell. I think that's it, and I think we got a podcast. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us. Blake, I gotta go drive you to your goddamn car. <laughs> Somebody, uh, I gotta call AAA right now and see how I'm gonna get that thing home. All right, episode 15. That's a wrap. See you right. guys later.